everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I got a great, uh, I got a great show today. We got Ben Saunders, Killer yes, B, uh, as well as Cleo Valentine, yeah. who uh, played Ronda Arouse Me in the Triple X parody. We're waiting for Greg Wilson. I don't know where he is. Uh, before we start, I want to thank our sponsors, Tip a Fighter. Listen, fighters are underpaid, really underpaid. I'm sure Ben knows, okay? We got to get these people more money. Well, now it's called Tip a Fighter, where you could actually give money to fighters and tip them. You tip cab drivers, you tip Uber drivers, you tip waitresses, waitstaffs, you tip girls giving you lap dances. Why not tip fighters, okay? Fighters, want to make more money? Sign up, Tip a Fighter. It's about pay for performance. Trust me, okay? Fighters, your value is highest the moment you wow the fans. I'm sure, Ben, uh, when you pulled off that Omniplata in the UFC and it was the submission of the year, people would just throw you money, okay? So tip a fighter, fighters, sign up, get paid more. Also, American Icon Autographs, the best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events. Signed collectibles from the UFC, WWE, baseball, football, movies, everything else in between. Their past signings have included Fedor, Sakuraba, Rampage Jackson, Big Nog, Hoist Gracie, Marley's Conan, and more. Check their website to find out who's signing next. Go to their events, meet the celebrities, and build your man cave. A-I-A-S-E dot com. So, I'm excited about today's show. We have great fighters and uh, great porn stars in studio. Um, I had a good week. I was in uh, San Diego doing comedy. And uh, I love San Diego. It's one of the greatest places ever. Uh, it was a little big military town. All these, like... Navy people and this. I did have one show where these two assholes kept yelling, uh, suck his dick, uh, after every fourth joke. And I wanted to kick them out, but nobody was there to help me kick them out. So I just had to kind of play along, which is hard to actually turn a negative into a positive. But I did it. I did it. And then I had a show last night in Riverside, uh, which was a crazy show. There was a, a Mexican couple, and one of the guys uh, and his ex wife were there with five kids and the grandmother. It was a whole thing as well as another couple that I'm like, where'd you guys meet? They're like, family reunion. So, of course, I'm like, I'm like of course, in Riverside, that's where you meet your girlfriend and your family reunion. But it was a good, uh, good show. Uh, ben Saunders, man, uh, you are on a tear. You're 3-0 in your recent UFC stint. You got a fight against Patrick Cote coming up, right? Yep. Excited yeah, about this or what? Very excited, man. Uh, I mean, I pretty much went pro the year he fought Tito. So, uh, wow. yeah, that's pretty crazy when you think about it. Um but at this point, man, I've I've put uh put my time in. Uh, I'm a veteran as well, so it's uh it's definitely an honor to fight him. You are. It's crazy because I was watching your old fights when you had hair back then. Yeah, man. Uh, when did you decide to totally shave the head? Uh, after the Ultimate Fighter. After the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, you- I think that show stressed me the fuck out, and uh, I started losing it on the show, and I was like, nah. We got to figure something out. You're much scarier with no hair, by the way. Yeah, you, you it's look- funny, man, because uh, Matt Sarah, like on the show, was like, "Hey, he doesn't really look much like a fighter, but uh, you know, you put him in the cage and and he does the job." And um, yeah, I guess I kind of kind of looked the part a little bit now. <laughs> yeah, you do. You definitely look very scary. Greg Wilson is here, by the way. Hey, hey. Uh, thanks yeah, for- man. You shaved your hair. This is even even your facial hair shaved into a scarier position. <laughs> so, how are you doing, Greg? Good, man. I was talking about some of the uh, the uh, shows I had over the weekend. I was in San Diego at the yeah. Comedy Palace. These two assholes kept yelling stuff. Suck his dick. Like, like every, after every fourth joke, they were trying to be like, just frat boys. Yeah. Nobody shut them up. You don't want to get anger because anger is bad. Yeah, anger yeah. is never funny. Yeah. Frustration is funny. So and that is 
single one of those clubs that has good security. No security. They just yeah. they weren't even in the room. They don't. Like, yeah, they just leave you in there to just do it on your own. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, so did you destroy them? Or? I, I did. I did eventually. Yeah. And then, uh, but then last Thursday uh, after the show, I hung out with Juliana Pena. Yeah, yeah uh, we I saw to, the pictures. We were in Long Beach together. Love yeah. that chick. Cool she's chick. Hot. Just a fun girl. And no, we didn't like hook up or anything. But like, she's just she just didn't a, suck your dick. She did not yeah. suck my okay. dick. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm glad you were the one that asked that. Well, no, <laughs> she did not suck my. Oh, oh because the guy said suck my yeah. dick. But yes, but I, I, I told the guys while they were being out. I'm like, this is why I'm pro-choice because hey, there you go. that got a laugh. And yeah, this is why yeah, I'm yeah. for abortion. Uh, the whole thing. Uh, now, um, and then uh, I met a couple. I met a girl off Tinder recently. It didn't. It, <laughs> it didn't go well. Again, she said to me, "Want to play a word game?" I hate when I'm a comedian. I'll play a word game. So she, then she writes salsa. And I go, tastes great off my cock. And then she... Un- nice. Yeah, there yeah. you go. End of the game. Uh-huh. End, game of the ga- over. end of the game. Un- I know, what, what do they want to play again? I'm yeah. kidding. I didn't actually say that, but I did think that. I, I, just, I just said salsa. It tastes good. But uh, I was a big... <laughs> it was funnier if I said... Oh, yeah, you should have just left it in the No, I think it's funny. Yeah, exactly. Never, never have told us the truth on that. Oh, of course. Of course. It, it ruined it. Now it's totally lame. That's cool. It's cool. Now, um... Tinder now, itself is a game. Yeah, Tinder is everything is a game. Yeah. But I ba- hate ba- Tinder. You hate Tinder? I hate it. You're I, on Tinder? Yeah, I was trying to find a girlfriend. It didn't work out very well. Really? Yeah, I just kept having like dudes messaging me. I'm like, I already you have enough find a dick girlfriend? in my life. No I don't setting, need any more. No, setting for, like, no I did. I, I like set like only for women and somehow some dude there's like dudes that keep messaging me it was dudes in like in like wigs and shit no they they were dudes but <laughs> they like put like they're they were lesbians or to being a woman. Yeah. <laughs> they're like i'm a girl looking for a girl <laughs> now you came to my show uh, last week it was yes. so good to see you in the crowd laughing it was awesome uh, i had a blast I, I was i was now you came with a couple yeah. Uh, now, uh, was that a girl that you're dating, or her name is Raven, or something? Her or? name is Draven. Yes. Um, Draven. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Sounds anally. <laughs> it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you're Draven and you don't do anal, you got to change your name. Yes. <laughs> to back to like Christy or whatever you were born with. Thank. No, uh, she's not my girlfriend or anything, but we banged a lot. You so. banged a lot. Now you banged on camera or off camera? Both. Both. Nice. Now she's with her her husband or there or her yes. boy. Now now what does he do when you guys bang? He just he the... just like kind of like hangs out. Maybe like takes some pictures. Does and... a little blow in the corner. Jerks uh, off. Yeah, you know. Right. Well, like... Welcome to the show, Ben. By the way, oh, Ben Sutter's like, what the fuck did I get myself oh, into? No, he's thinking to himself. How far do I have to go before I can start doing blow again? Which one is fine? You got to see all aspects of life, man. Yes, just the opposite spectrum. No, no. Are you married? Are you married, guy? Yeah, yeah, married. Uh, you have kids? No. I have a dog, man. Uh, that's good enough. How long have you been married for? Uh, three years. Three years. Yeah. So you met her where? Uh, Orlando. Orlando. Yeah. Now, that you were at American Top Team for a while, correct? Yeah, yeah. American Top Team. I mean, I'm, I, I still train with uh, you know my guys out there, um, but I, I've been coming out here to work with Eddie Bravo, uh, really get my, uh, my rubber guard and my jits uh, up to par. I mean... He's pretty pretty amazing, man. And, uh, you know, he thinks that I – I mean, he's already believing that I have the best guard in, uh, in the UFC. So, you know, if I keep uh, keep training my ass off and, and maybe I can prove it, man. Pull you, off some, you might, some man. crazy I mean, submissions that we've been working. It is that crazy. That no one even knows the names to except for him, you know? Really? I mean, well, it's crazy because, like, 10th uh, Planet Jiu-Jitsu, I feel like, is great for a long guy like you, a long, flexible guy. Flexible. Good for other people as well, but I've taken a couple classes where I'm like, damn, like, it's like I remember there was an instructor named Justin I was working with. Uh, not Justin. Uh, the, no, the one in, uh, in uh, Burbank. His name was... Uh, uh, 
Hey, I'm for, not sure. Uh, the guy in Burbank, but he he was uh, he kind of like he had your frame, and I'm like, man, these guys who are lengthy and flexible are so hard for wrestlers because you take you down and then you put these uh, you trap right into our our you, game. Yeah, and then you elbowed the fuck the last time against your last fight against uh, Kevin Robertson, right? Uh, Kenny, Kenny Robertson. Kenny Robertson. You elbowed yes. the shit out of his head, and I was happy yeah. that you won that fight because a lot of times I feel like guys don't get credit from the bottom, but you really just. I mean, took the 10th planet to a whole new level. Yeah, I mean, and there were submissions that, uh, you know, uh, I could have went for. Um, when I came back out here, we basically just made sure to refine the hell out of it and have uh, quite a few options now. So when we get there, I mean, once again, it's third round. We're sweaty. You know, he ended up being bloody, so it makes things a little bit more difficult. Oh, he difficult, was covered with blood. Now, I mean, yeah. your, your game is constantly evolving. Like, I watched some of your earlier fights, and it seemed like you were more of a Muay Thai specialist. Like, Jeet Kune Do, man. Jeet Kune Do concepts. What is, what is, what is that? Uh, in memory of uh, Bruce Lee, man. Um, basically, when I was 14. I mean, I, I was in martial arts since I was eight years old, but my older brother and my best friend were like, knew who Bruce Lee was, had his books, his magazines, and whatnot. So I kind of got into it that way when I was 14. Uh, Sifu Neil Khalif, who's under Dan and Asano. I don't know if you know who that is, but he's a, pretty much the direct guy. Once Bruce Lee passed away, he was kind of the, the guy in charge that evolved and kind of kept uh, Jeet Kune Do alive and going and whatnot over the years. And um, yeah, so I, I met a guy that was under him and uh, I started training with him. I got fundamentals of, you know, my Muay Thai down. We did Filipino Kali, weapons fighting. French Savat, uh, Indonesian Silat, uh, a lot of a lot of random stuff, man. I mean, dude, I'm 14 years old, and and, and uh, like styles of fishing. Okay, but but above all, the 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 whole I say concepts because the the idea is it's not really a martial art. It's just you know it's concepts. It's a now, theory. It's a eight, philosophy. I heard, I heard you were younger. You couldn't afford karate lessons. No, I couldn't afford anything, man. Uh, I, I pretty much came from nothing. Uh, my best friend was able to take Taekwondo, um, so he would kind of go to the classes, come home, and uh, we would just fuck around, spar. Yeah, and then and, I heard that you actually went to the wrestling high school, taught yeah. them submissions, and they taught you wrestling. Like, yeah, you exchanged yeah, move yeah. for move. I mean, how fucking... And then you lied to your parents, told them you were going to college, and instead went to go train with Dean Thomas. Yeah, that's kind of college. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> what guy, I said. That's what I said. College. No, that's how. That's learning. how I said it in my head, at least. Yeah. I'm like, this is my college because at the end of the day, you know, I, I want to do martial arts for the rest of my life. I want to open up a gym eventually. But were your parents pissed when, like, let's say mm. you didn't come home with any books or homework or any kind of degree? No, I said, like, I I did it all, man. Like, I like I went there. Uh, I got all the books. I went to a couple of classes. Um. And then it just came down to one. I have like ADHD, so like <laughs> if I'm not interested, I don't really give a fuck. And yeah. the classes I yeah, were taking were the basic classes. It's not like like in college. Sometimes you can take classes that are pretty practical or interesting, and you know you might want to learn it somewhat. And, yeah, and yeah. somewhat. Um, but then there's all but, the other classes that are part of the core curriculum. Yeah, that and you sit through and half I, that you already studied in high school. I, I didn't do the. Uh, I didn't do. Um, I think it was the SATs or whatever. Yeah. Uh, because I didn't really care. I thought I didn't think I was going to college. Now I was going to go to parents, like vocational. When did your parents figure out that you were not going to college and you were going to a fight club? Uh, probably <laughs> after the first semester when it came back that I was failing everything. And, you know, and then what basically did they do? just not showing up is what it was. Because, yeah. uh, you know, I was going to college, but there's only 24 hours in a day. 
I train. I, tra- I tra- at right. Well, I try to train full time, work full time, and go to school full time. But you okay. also need to sleep. You know, so those are four full-time things that you require eight yeah. to ten hours yeah. uh, a day. Sleep, you, only box, got, so. you only got 24 hours. Yeah. So something had to fucking go. Now, did you go to college, Cleo? Yes, I did. Where did you go? I'm not going to say. I don't want people to know. I love all this non-background yeah. stuff. Like, I, I don't want to know my You want to tell us what you're like, what, really? Was it in Texas? Yeah. Okay, did you graduate? Yes, I did. Well, you have a degree. Yes, I do. I you're have a degree in, in business, yes. Your degree in business. Yes. Nice. Well, you are very successful. I, I'm trying so far. Now, um, <laughs> they taught her uh, ball jiggling. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there was rimming 101. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I, I see that you've taken some of these classes. Also. Are you kidding me? All I've done is study. He has oh, his PhD well, in deep throating. Um, <laughs> oh, so you're going to teach me some things later? Oh, wow. gonna, hey, listen, let's try. Let me, okay. Would, would you, I'll get my strap on. Would you give a hand job? Let's change some moves. Would you give someone a hand job to, ha- to have uh, sex with her? Depends on who. Ben Saunders. Would totally. You, you really? <laughs> oh, yeah. You would give Ben a hand job to have sex Dude, with her? Dude, it, t- it would never work. So long as it was at the same time. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do it like individually. I wouldn't be able to uh, jerk him off first and then do her. It would have to be simultaneously. Really? So I could just imagine that I was that it was just like some other action happening while <laughs> well, I was what, doing what her. What action would that be for I, me? I don't though? know. Like like trying to uh, milk a cow or, or maybe an elephant or whatever. I don't. I haven't seen your dick. I mean, honestly, dude, you're very. Uh... Very cocky about it. You, you see, you can really get me off somehow, and I'm thinking, Listen, I, I can't. I, like, I can't see it happening. I think cocky is the right Just word. Just close your eyes. His hands are exactly. soft. That's what I'm okay. So you're saying that you. so I have to help him? Is what you're yes. saying? Okay. You have to do your part. <laughs> Listen, we're Take all in this together. We're all in this together. Now, I now, hope we never get stranded on a boat in the middle of the ocean because all this is coming back up. Now, now, Cleo, since uh, since you are you were in uh, Rhonda aroused me, grounded and pounded. Uh, you were the big star of that. How has your life changed? Um, it's been kind of crazy. Like, I never got recognized in public before. Uh, like I said last time, I got stopped at the airport. Someone wanted to, like, take a picture with me. I was like, what? <laughs> I, you know, I was wearing, like, my pajamas at the airport with a hood up and everything. Really? <laughs> someone, someone stopped yeah, me. You're still pretty hot. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you I brown bag myself every time I masturbate, so no. Okay, so, oh. but, like, so people have been, like, stopping you on the <laughs> yeah, street? Yeah, people have stopped me a couple times and stuff, so it's really cool. Um, I've and you ran into Spider-Mans? Anyone just Spider-Manning you while you walked no. down? No, okay. No, All not right. yet. Oh, thank, thank you, Greg. Uh, Cleo, what you were saying? Uh, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Shit. Uh, now, um, now, now, since then, you were on uh, Butt Slammers yeah. and Tony's Fuck List. Yeah. Uh, now, who's Tony and why does he have a fuck list? Uh, Tony Rivas, he has an amazing fuck list. He's like fucked everyone, I feel like. Well, except you. What a guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, maybe you'll be on his fuck list. No, I, I'm not going to. He's on my no list. Oh, no, Hunter's World. It's a now, little different. Now, I heard that uh, porn stars have a no list. They have guys yeah. they won't fuck do you or have anybody girls. or girls do you have anybody on your no list i have one person who is it me? i can't say who it is why, that's no, rude is it a guy or girl it's a guy why do you see on your no list because we we worked together one time and it was just he farted in your mouth god i wasn't gonna say that rim him and then he just yeah. no is that what happened no that's oh, not what oh, happened oh, well, what, that does happen it does happen okay it does happen though. okay so no what exactly what happened why is he on your no list because it was supposed to be an anal scene and he like refused to use lube and i was like you have to yeah. like you have to use lube if you're gonna put your dick in my ass and right. he refused to and, then, and he kept trying to after I told him not to. Now, wasn't there a director on set or something? Yeah, the director was like, what are you doing? You were like... Why did he not want to use lube? 
He wanted to hurt you? I don't know, because he was a dickhead, and he was drunk. Wow. So uh, He was drunk on set? He was drunk on set. He got in uh. trouble for that, too. So Now, no, no, now Ben, do, when you and your wife are together, or your girlfriend, do you guys always use lube or... or? What? No. no really? No. Just well, spit on it? You guys, do, you guys actually do anal or no? What? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Plead the fifth. <laughs> nice, Killer B. His, his nickname is Killer B. So, yeah. uh, so Killer Butt right here. That's right. Now, um, now, um, some of your other uh, your other movies because I, I I have a lot of questions about this. What was <laughs> what was Kung Fu Pussy about? It was about uh, three girls who have different powers. Mine was uh, or different moves. Mine was the uh, the Lotus Pussy, and I could like. <laughs> Kick ass with my pussy, pretty much. Nice. Okay, yeah, you can. Uh, You're on the right podcast. Uh, <laughs> fucking lotus pussy. Wait, I wait, wait, know. wait. How could your pussy kick ass? Like I, I don't, I don't know. Even... So like, I would like automatically like drop my pants and like, you know, like sit on <laughs> this dude's face, and he would like be knocked out, and then all he could do was eat my vagina. Well, okay, so well, so it had powers. Yeah. So your Holman pu- tried that on Oliveira. <laughs> In the fight on Saturday night, he did. It was his big move in the second round. He tried to put the lotus pussy The on lotus it. pussy. He did. It didn't work. It didn't last long, but he tried to put Have it on Have you ever had a girl give you a lotus pussy or no? Maybe, but I, don't, I wouldn't. I, I don't know. I, I think I've actually had a girl give me a lotus pussy. Uh, now, now, evil head. Uh, so that's, that, that's you're, you're giving head and it's just, it's evil? That's like it's, a lot of teeth. It's, it's a, uh, a remake from Evil Dead. Right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of evilness and people giving head <laughs> i actually got to do the tree rape scene so the, the, the what rape scene the tree rape scene you raped a tree well the tree raped me but you it was got, consensual real, like it was an actual tree well they had tree branches that were like rubbing up against me and then they made three dildos that looked like branches so okay. i had like one in my ass one in my vagina and one like shoved down my throat wow and then there was this girl that was holding like these two branches trying to like caress my boobs with them and then all of a sudden she passed out because i also had ants crawling on me because it was done outside in the middle of the night i couldn't see it wow and so she ended up passing out watching really? this happen Wait, no, wait, this was in the in the movie or in real yeah, life? Yeah, in the movie. Oh, okay. You didn't really have ants crawling up. No, there. I really did have ants crawling. Oh, really? Up like they they get it, like this they is were... a high budget porn. This yeah. one, this one really. Well, it was outside. Night. It was outside, and we couldn't see. It was dark, and wait, I... did, no, that was on purpose. The ants? No, or... that was not oh, on just purpose. Ants just started attacking your body. Yeah, it was kind of bad because later I was like. Come douching on. out my vagina again because there was dirt and it was outside and there was ants inside my oh, vagina. Oh, God. So, wow, how lucky are those ants? I know, right? <laughs> what was they thinking? Hey, almost had the ant just in there just licking his brains out. <laughs> it's funny. Like, I don't know what this is, guys, but I think it's ambrosia. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, I've never heard of ants up here. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it was a little weird. Damn. Were you like, did ant? Did ant? All right, listen. Okay, so um, now. <laughs> did ant, did ant, did ant. Now, uh, okay. Ants in the veg. Now, That's the name of our next movie. Now, <laughs> now, when you were in Drill Her Ass, right? Yes. Uh, now, was that just a guy drilling your ass? Is that what? I mean, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Now, now, is that is it hard afterwards? Like, <laughs> hey, it's okay to laugh, man. You can oh, laugh out loud. It's like you're sitting there just, just like I can't believe what I'm hearing right ben, now. Ben, Ben, okay. Oh. All right, it, it was so, pretty interesting. I've never had my asshole gaped before, so yeah, that was interesting. And then like. He like spit in my asshole that and filled it up with spit. Yeah, do you feel it go in? No, you can't really fill it in because like he put like a you speculum. Said, that's a good question. That yeah, because you've question. seen it before. Because they're always spitting right down in the hole, and it, it's like spelunking or something. Like, like hello, hello, hello. Like, it's, it's, like, it's like it's like an echo. Yeah, there's because it's gaped. 
Oh. You know, and then they just spit all the way down in there. It's like, where's that spit going? Yes. Does it just like make its way through the pipe and out your mouth? Or how does that work? It just filled up and then, then <laughs> it just came out. It actually it actually drowned the ants that were yeah. already in there. <laughs> it did. It's like when rednecks dig a hole and call it a pool. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about some fights that happened uh, this weekend. How was your weekend, Greg, by the way? It was great. What'd you do? Uh, I don't remember. All right, great. So um, I did some shows. Oh, I did a cancer benefit. That was real nice. That was a fun show. Nice. And I was at the Ha Ha and I did the Comedy Store. And, nice. Yeah, a lot of good shows, a lot of oh, good times. Oh, oh, and I shot a pilot. There you go. Look at you. Now, Ben, I want to ask you, uh, so when you were at American Top Team, like there, everyone talks about stories about Hector Lombard's training, how he just tries- hey, hey. How he, just tr- the hey. he just tries to knock out his sparring partners. Uh, <laughs> yeah, according to him, it seems like a lot of guys go heavy, hard on him, and then he just retaliates, and then they don't want anymore. What's your experience with that? Um, you know, he, he's worked on it because the team talked to him. You know, the coaches talked to him. So uh, he's definitely worked on it. But, you know. <laughs> every- like, hey, you're ruining guys' careers. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, every everyone's different, man. So in that aspect, yeah, man. I mean, that that's that's definitely messed up on on the teammates' parts, yeah. you know, that are that are trying to come up. Um, but uh, no, nah, I mean, he, like I said, man, everybody's different. You know, he's a really nice. Was guy he ever hard on you? Was he ever like? Um, I, I mean, uh, I guess though, the the only time I had uh, not really even an issue, but uh, I had I had a cut that I had to get stitches on, and my fight was like two weeks later. So we kind of wrapped it up and put uh, gauze and everything to try to cover it, and we told him not to go for it. Um, and he went for it. And he went for it. Uh, uh, but but once again, like I don't know if it's just you know because he was in the moment, or you know I don't think he intentionally was like oh I'm going to go, I'm gonna like go for the like cut. But Cuban fight mode, he just sees blood. Doesn't matter who's in front of I him. I think I think when he gets on the mat, you know he's he's a competitor. Yeah yeah yeah. You know and and. It sucks because there's there. It, it's not good for the training partners. You know, there's definitely way smarter ways to train. Um, and there's times that it might not be good for him because yeah, if you go hard, what if they go hard back and something happens? Somebody to him? gets hurt. What's the point? You know? Injuries. Yeah, yeah. You're not getting paid for it. There's no insurance during that process. You know, uh, as far as if anything happens, it really being covered not on your dime. Cleo, do you ever um, have a guy go too hard during your scenes? Yeah, it happens. Really? Yeah. What, what happens? Do you stop? No, you just keep going, man. I, but I mean, do you have? Because I, mean, I know sometimes you do like some fetish about, stuff, yeah. some some bondage stuff. Yeah. Do you, do you ever have guys just punch you and you're like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Um, I have yet to have that happen. Uh, most of the people who do like the fetish stuff, they're really like in tune with uh, your body and your yeah. your different things like that, and they know how much you can take and how much you can't. Take. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah, you know this. Right. <laughs> you know this. Yeah. I'm actually just so into it right now. When okay, you're so about so but, but but you've had experiences where you're like, "Hey, dude." I didn't sign up for this. I've had like one whenever it was not a fetish type thing. It was just like a regular thing. The guy was like wailing on my ass, like spanking it while he was like fucking it at the same time. And I was like, whoa, that was a little bit too much going on so on my did, butt. Now, where, now, what, what, so what did you do? Did you like get mad at him or did you smile? No, and I tell didn't him get mad. Come- I just like put my hand back and like, you know, kind of like slowed him down with his thrusts. And uh, right. I've seen that. You know, you, you let them know. You let like, them yeah, know. No, I like it when they put the hand back, like, hey, easy, easy. And that's usually what turns me on. I'm like, I just can't take it. Uh, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. He's really getting that up. Yeah. <laughs> Greg, like, you, you, have, you have serious problems. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> this is like, he just really <laughs> likes his porn. Yeah, I like it when it gets real. That's all. <laughs> really? No, I do. I, I hear what he says. Don't though. break I, character. There is something about, <laughs> exactly. like, there is something about, exactly. like, earn that money, baby. There is something about, like, show. amateur porn. Like, I started yeah. watching The Dancing Bear. You ever watch Dancing Bear? It's these guys. Guys, these strippers that come and these there's like 50 yeah. girls 
They just take turns blowing a dude and they pass them around like meat. And there's something, <laughs> to me, there's something cool about that because it looks like they're not acting. When I, when I tell a porn star is acting, I get kind of like, maybe because... I'm too jaded from Hollywood, but I'm like, ah, I can tell she's not really liking it, or I can tell this is just put on. I'm more into like, you know, right? like real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, someone yeah. who really actually cries. It. Oh come on, <laughs> that is pretty <laughs> those hot. Are, right? those tears. Have you ever cried? Yeah, it was during like some fetish stuff where I was hung upside down um, and on a bamboo stick, and then I was beat with a cane across the back of my legs and my feet, and mm. uh, that was the only time I like really cried. Like, That's horrible. It was pretty awesome because then he took like a Hitachi to my vagina while he was like beating What's me. What's Hitachi? Is that like a... It's like the a most amazing thing. You should get one and keep it around just for any ladies you bring home. What is it? You know what Hitachi is? I don't know. It's, it's, you know, they have them... It's like, a, it's like a shocker? No, it's not a shocker. It's, it's a vibrator and it's like yeah, it's huge. The, it's the round one. With, you, have a, you have a Hitachi? I've seen it. I know what it on, is. On the All box. Girls, it, yeah, that's like the number one fucking vibrator yeah. in porn is the Hitachi. Well, I've never had to use on one. On a box, it's it's a, it should... Oh. Okay, so, oh, wow. so, the, so you, were, you were upside down on a bamboo stick. The guy's going crazy and then a guy starts... Sh- putting a tachi on you yeah but you were crying yeah I was well, crying. why were you crying because it was insane pain at the same time as like a crazy orgasm have you ever had uh haven't you been no <laughs> no 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 hitachi in me <laughs> no, no, no bamboo girls. and upside down uh no. she cried worse than Gilbert i guess Burns not yet you know uh back to your jiu-jitsu right so now you're eddie bravo guy but now but you were um <laughs> You are a, smoothest transitions in the business. Now you were a black belt under. Well, well no, I still am a black belt you, under you Ricardo. Are a black belt. Ricardo Laborio. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, me, me and Laborio love each other, man. We're no, but is it hard to sometimes to learn some of Eddie's techniques, or they they go hand in hand? No, you know, I've been in this this game long enough that, uh, you know, I. Once again, it also kind of goes with the the Jeet Kune Do background. I'm I'm here to learn as much as possible, and it's kind of take what's useful to me, discard what's useless, and create what is essentially my own. I mean, that's that's the full essence of what I try to do as a martial artist. So expanding my mind. Sometimes it can be chaotic and it can be too much, but uh, but as long as you're intelligent and you know, you know, uh, you know, it's not like Eddie was just like, yeah, let me just throw my entire system at you from every position and whatnot. Right, no, right. we we work we keep working on key components that just consistently add more and more to to, to my game. That's cool. That's that's good. And that's, that's that's good that you say. I mean, I know that for me it would be kind of I would think it would be a little confusing, but I think Eddie Eddie takes like what some of the Gracie stuff from what I understand and just evolves it uh, as opposed to like, you know, my way or the highway. Yeah, like and his own system is consistently evolving on a daily, on a weekly, it's crazy, man. Like he comes up with the, with his system, and through over the years and the months, and just in the time of me working with him, he's like, "Oh, my guys are changing it up and saying, well, people keep doing this, so if we try this move, so now some things are okay. You can go this path, and some things are just completely changed. Okay, now, this is this is the better route." Now I was having a hard time. I actually tore my ACL in Tenth Planet. I got oh, caught man. in a, yeah. I got caught in a, a electric chair. And Ooh. didn't tap, and then I, I popped my leg. I got to get surgery in December. Uh, the only issue I was having with Eddie's stuff was that I was coming, uh, me personally, I was coming inconsistently. I was coming once every two weeks, and I'd come into a class where they're like, uh, they're losing, they're learning like a five move step, or like here's a vaporizer, here's a this from a sweep, and I, I, I want to learn just like just kind of basics, arm triangle, basic this, basic arm bars. What would you recommend? A catch wrestling system. 
or like I, I don't I don't like ghee. I just like I just I'd rather learn no ghee. But what I mean, you- I, I, essentially uh, a fundamental class in any one of the you know the systems is is going to be your go to right. as a beginner coming up. You know, uh, it doesn't matter what you learn from Eddie, what you learn from someone else or someone else, you know, at the end of the day, if you don't know how to get your guard back or you don't know how to control someone inside mount or mount or get escape from like, there's, you know, pretty basic fundamentals that are always going to be go-tos no matter, and yeah. no matter what your, your body type is. Well, I come from Long, a wrestling short. base. I wrestled in high school, a little bit in college. So I come from a wrestling base. It was, it was like, I was having a really, I was able to control people, but then I was like, all right, now what do I do next? That's I kept getting stuck in the guard because I'm pinning the guy, but I'm right. not doing yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like winning the wrestling match, but I'm doing nothing in jiu-jitsu other than like stalling kind of. And then, you know, I was always Well, then going, you would work, I, I mean, I, ideally you would work opening the guard and guard passing if you're if if your bread and butter just from coming in from what you're good at yeah is wrestling controlling getting them down then go what's the next step if you're consistently in their guard go for guard passes or opening the guard first and then work from there sometimes it goes to top half guard so you would work that too and see what you like from there some people don't like to go to side mount they just chill in half yeah guard i was the passing was a hard part i was always just stuck in fucking guard for five minutes and i'm like Oh, we gotta do something now. Have you used any of your jujitsu training for the Ronda Rouse me into your uh, sex life? Uh, no, not yet. But everything that he's saying right now, I'm I'm just like, hmm. How can I like incorporate this? Maybe you can show me some it's moves like so I it. can uh... all of it. Fundamentals, <laughs> man. The fundamentals. You just need. As man, our... I can't help noticing you have your fingers are like alien length fingers. Oh, by the way, guys, so, I'm able uh, to grab. My grip, what? pretty. Uh, Those are unbelievable, dude. What I can get, I can get around a wrist. Okay, easy. We have a phone call, actually. Oh, okay. uh, we have Nicholas Dalby. You know him? Oh. Nicholas Dalby is calling in. Nicholas Dalby, who is thirteen and zero, just came off a fight of the night uh, from, from Darren Till. Actually, it was a draw, but it was an amazing fight. Dalby came back. Uh, he, he's a badass fighter. He's a two-time Cage Warrior champion, and uh, we're gonna talk to him right now. Hello, Nicholas Dalby. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Killer B, Ben Saunders, Cleo Valentine, who played Ronda Arouse Me, as well as the Greg Wilson. How are you, man? I'm very good. Uh, I'm cruising along. Nice. Now, have you seen any of Cleo's movies? She was in Butt Slammers, uh, <laughs> White is the New Black 2, as well as uh, uh, Inked Squirt. Have you seen any of that? Uh, unfortunately, not. <laughs> oh, okay. You definitely got to check them out. Yeah, uh, catch up on that. <laughs> now, now, how's it going, man? By the way, congrats on your amazing fight I saw uh, in, in Ireland. Holy shit. That was a fight of the night. Uh, it was a draw. It was a great fight. You yeah. you came back. It was like that dude, it, that, that was a tough fight. Both of you guys were undefeated. You really, now yeah. tell, tell us about that fight. Well, what do you want to know? <laughs> uh, I mean, at any point, were you were you uh, losing confidence in yourself when he was kind of getting the best of you a little bit in round one and two? Did you ever stop believing yourself? Yeah, I was ready to quit after round two. I remember going back to my corner. So telling my coach, I, I don't want to be here, man. I, I think I'm done because uh, I really felt that nothing I did worked. Uh, so, uh, and then he gave me uh, the pep talk of our lives. And then, uh, yeah. Wow. So what happened is about to get, went out there. And what did he say to you? Um, 
he's done a couple of things. I don't clearly remember it, but but the main thing was he'd been training together for ten years, so he was like, "Okay, you need to do this and this and this. Do you trust me?" And I was like, "Yes, I trust you." Okay, now go out there, show the country what you're coming for. Then I went out there, yeah. That was pretty damn awesome. Cleo, have you ever gotten uh, fucked in the ass and you want to quit and someone gave you a pep talk? Yeah, it's definitely happened before. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's... Listen, you're going to stretch that butthole. Yeah, yeah well, they, they're like, uh, they give you a, a bigger dildo to shove up there. Really? And they're like, okay, now you can fit that big dick in your asshole. Really? Yes. Wow. They give you a training kit. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm so happy we're making headway. Everybody here is not a quitter. Now, um, she put a kettlebell in there. Oh, now, Nicholas, uh, you grew up in Denmark, correct? That is great. Nice. Now, how, how's the how's the fight scene over in Denmark? Well, it's not that big. Um, we have, I think, three years back, five, three, four years back, we had a couple of good pro professional promotions, but it kind of died out after that. So. Uh, we still got some fights going on, but it's not a, as big as it was uh, a couple of years ago. But it's it's turning around now. So now we're we're having like pro events, I guess, like three or four times a year. So so are you training in Denmark? Yeah, uh, so far I've been having all my fight camps in Denmark. Uh, are you training with uh, Ma- with uh, Makwan at all? Yeah, I was gonna say Makwan's out there. Yeah. Who? Makwan Amir Khani. Um, no, he, but he's in Sweden, you know. And he's in Sweden. That's it's all the same pretty guys. far away. So yeah, so uh, that's not really uh, feasible to, to travel up to him and train with them. By the way, he's not really my weight class stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So. By the way, Danish girls are so hot. Uh, Danish. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! So now you being a UFC star, are you just pounding puss? I mean, are you just getting tons of chicks out in Denmark? <laughs> Uh, you could say I have a girlfriend, so uh, uh, it's pretty, uh, pretty steady, but in the best way possible. Nice, she's amazing. I'm sure she is. Now, what does she do? Um, she's a nurse, actually. That's got to come handy so after it, fights. It yeah. goes pretty good in hand with me fighting. Then she can take care of me afterwards. <laughs> now I know that um actually uh, Hallman actually uh, Piotr Hallman wrote a thing today how he only made ten thousand dollars for his fight uh, last yeah. week. Uh, after paying out everybody, he got to take home three thousand dollars. Uh, you're only allowed to take one cornerman over with you. He has to the cornerman has, yeah. has to share a room with you, and now he yeah. has to he has to be a full time fighter. Has that been your experience yeah. too? And how are you able to kind of make ends meet? Well, I don't know which what kind of money he has to pay different people, but my expenses are nowhere near as, as big as his. Um, of course, I have some expenses for fight camps and stuff, but, uh, but you know, I've paid the usual 20% to my management and coaches and stuff like that, so it's not really, you know, I get to keep uh, quite a good bunch for myself, but are, I'm also making more, more per fight. So. Are you able to have, just be a full-time fighter, or do you have to have a part-time job? Um, well, I, I do photography on the side, but that's more that's more because I have a passion for it, yeah. uh, which I earn some money on. Um, but right now, I can more or less live off what I earn by fighting. Uh, what, what, what about you, Ben? Yeah, I do full time. Full time? Yeah. I mean, is it because for some people, it's, it seems like they're complaining, man, this is bullshit. Uh, I'm only making 10 and 10. I can't do it. Other people are going, you know what? You know, I, I, I get paid pretty well. Uh, what side of the fence are you on, Ben? Well, 
you know, I, I signed the contract, so the numbers are not unknown to me. And I, I think people that bitch about what they get paid, they shouldn't sign the contract. It's, it's as easy as that. Um, they argue should the UFC pay more and stuff like that. But in the end, it's you signing the contract. And then going out bitching afterwards, that's kind of, you know... I completely really, agree. doesn't really flip. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you should have won the fight. Well, now, what do you? Yeah, well, come on, man. I mean, see how hard it is to win a fight. Totally. Not. Uh, now, as far as like uh, as far as Reebok is concerned, I know Ben. You know, you were in, in Bellator. Uh, were you making more money with sponsors in Reebok uh, in Bellator, or are you making more in the UFC? Um, I don't know. It's about the same, I guess. About the same. You know, um, sponsor sponsors are a rough thing, man. So, so I have a a little bit of a different stance on that. I don't think. For me, I've just over the years come come to realize don't don't even count on it, man. I've had oh, twenty to thirty thousand dollars. I've never even received from sponsors Which throughout sponsors? my career, uh, man. I, I I couldn't even tell you at this point. It was my first in the UFC, so my sponsor agent at that time just ran off with it all or something. Oh. So. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Tough, you guys. Dude, man. so so part of me is kind of like, fuck it, man. The Reebok deal means I'm guaranteed this no matter what. Uh, you know, uh, at this point, people just try to negotiate your contract so it's, you know, in line with what you're getting paid, I guess, sponsor-wise, so you're not angry or bitching. But at the end of the day, man, it, it, it's, it's a double-edged sword. If you're fighting in the UFC, you can make more money with sponsors – but if you're in other organizations, it's not so easy. So it's a it's a fine line. You can say, "Oh, I made I made this much before the Reebok deal," but that's fighting in the UFC. Right. If you went to another organization, would you still be making that much? And so that's that's yeah. a that's a fine line. Oh, wait, are you are you are you half black? No. Are you 100 percent white? Or, or? Um, I'm Russian and uh, and Irish and a little English. You look, you, 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 you uh, look kind of mixed. He looks a little mixed. Well, oh, I, I, two two of my brothers are, are half Cuban, and uh, so I'm, I'm almost like a twin with my older brother. Oh. So I kind of get, I guess that. Uh, now, how's yeah. the, Cleo? How's the pay in porn? I mean, you just get paid per scene. You don't get royalties or anything like that. So, yeah. so how much do you get paid for one of your scenes? You don't have to say. Like, like, uh, I'm not gonna say. That. Yeah, okay. I know. All right, how much? All right. What is the what is the average porn star get per scene? Do you get paid by the inch? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> if she did a scene with you, she'd make no money. She, she would. She'd make enough for a nice dinner at Boston Market. <laughs> now, 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 is it? Uh, I, I've heard in porn, uh, girls make more money if they do girl girl start with. And then all of a sudden, their big reveal to do a guy, they got a huge bump. And then their big reveal to do anal, it's a bigger bump. Is that true? That's totally true. Like, if you, like, are able to hold out for a longer time, you can make your career last longer. Uh, a lot of times, you know, if you go straight out there and you're shoving things in your asshole right off the bat, you know. That's what I did. That was I know. the mistake I made. <laughs> then, you know, everyone's already seen Failed everything and they the don't want to watch anything yeah. anymore. Right off the bat, shit in my ass, just shoving shit in my asshole. No. Nope. Done with me in two scenes. Now, what did you do? Were you able to withhold or? Um, well, I only worked for one company for five years, so that really um, kept my career going for right. a longer time. But my first scene was a threesome anal scene, so. So you jumped right. Like, I did. Wait, 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 two guys and you? 
Two guys and me. Yeah. So you had two dicks in your ass. Not you're, in you're... my ass, no. Oh. I had like one in my. No, I didn't do DP. I haven't done that yet. Oh, oh you haven't right. done DP. Jeez, that's her big reveal. That's my big reveal. <laughs> that's right. Don't Let's do it right here on the MMA. And, and, and double that. Let's do triple. Like Let's that. do triple anal. It's called a log jam. Periscope that shit. Periscope. We'll get kicked off Periscope. Not a good idea. Now, how long have you had this girlfriend for, Dolby? Um, we've been together for, uh, I think almost half a year. Oh, that's Four nothing. Pretty new. Okay. All right. Now, who do you want to fight next, buddy? Well, I don't, seriously, I haven't really put thought into it. I've, I've traveled to the States after the fight and I've been over here on vacation since then. So I haven't really sat down and looked at anybody in particular. Uh, I know that's a fucking boring answer, but, uh, I, I really haven't. Now your last fight was a draw, right? A lot of a lot of fighters are, you know, even though I thought it was a great fight, I don't, I didn't have a problem with a draw. It was Friday the night. You made an extra what, fifty thousand um, dollars? Were you upset that it was a draw because you wanted to win, or were you okay with it being a draw? Well, uh, I knew he, he beat me for the first two rounds, so so me coming back and and being able to to uh, make the, the last round of 10-8 and, and get a draw was uh, satisfaction for me. Okay. Of course, would I like to win? Absolutely. Would I have hated to lose? Fuck yeah. But I, I went out there and did my thing and, and had my influence on how the fight ended. So coming from the, the, the deep valley, if you can say so, after the first two rounds, then getting up to getting in a draw, that was uh, that was satisfaction for me. Yeah, like a moral victory. Yeah. Now, now you come yeah, from a, you come exactly. from a, a karate background, a kickboxing background. Uh, it seems that a lot of Europeans, the one Achilles heel they have is American wrestling or even Russian wrestling because they don't have yeah. they don't have wrestling in Denmark or they have wrestling but not in high school. So it's kind of a specialized yeah. thing. How are you preparing for these wrestlers? Well, we actually, uh, I trained with, uh, with a former UFC fighter called Matt Nielsen. Uh, yeah. and he has a pretty good base in, in wrestling. Of course, he's not like collegiate level uh, American wrestler, but, you know, we got some guys around that, that can do their best to emulate a wrestler. And I think also a, mo- a lot of it is awareness in training. So if you just go about and, and don't really focus on the wrestling parts of your training, you're going to get fucked up when you meet a wrestler. But even though you're training in Europe, but don't have like collegiate level, level wrestles around, if, if you're focusing on it in training and, and are being aware about it, then I think yeah, that goes a long way. Gotcha. Now, the, the champion is Robbie Lawler in your weight class, so 170. You're also in Ben's yeah. weight class. Uh, how do you think you match up against Robbie or some of these uh, high echelon, the Robbie Lawlers, the Carlos Condes, the Johnny Hendricks, those three guys? Well, I, I definitely need to, to work on some stuff. Um, but I also know that I haven't I haven't shown my potential in my last two fights, uh, so I definitely need some work. Yeah, but but I also I think I think was maybe a year's training or more. How I old are you? Take on top guys. I'm thirty. Nice man, you still got time. He's thirty. He's thirteen yeah. and zero. He, he's in the. Well, he's, in, he's thirteen and one. Thirteen zero and one. Thirteen zero and one. Yeah, you're a very exciting in, fighter. In, I mean, you, you came to Brazil. In, you're, in you're, seven you're, days, I'm going to be 31. <laughs> oh, nice. I mean, your first fighting was, it was in Brazil, and you won a split decision in Brazil, which is not easy to yeah. do. Um, yeah. Now, listen, before uh, t- tonight, you and your girlfriend, I know she's in the U.S. with you, you got yeah. to see Hotel Notel 2 as well as Whores Inc. 2 and Barbecue Titmasters, <laughs> okay? Because... <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Because <laughs> all right, it's on my to-do list. And uh, now, what, what was Barbecue Tip Masters about? Um, it's about me making my special barbecue rub, and boy, it's awesome. And you my can buy, can and, and my so tits are always <laughs> out while I'm making. It. So your tits oh are God. your tits are always out, and you're making barbecue. And you yeah. banged yourself with some tri tip. Um, no. Wow. Who, wait, wait. Who bangs you with that movie? Um, I had an orgy at the end, and then uh, I just had. I had sex with one of the judges of our barbecue. Oh, so you're having a barbecue off a contest? Yeah. You and some other it's girls? It's just like, you know, the barbecue. Yes. Oh, so, okay. So you guys are barbecuing. Yeah. And then the judge is there. And then he fucks all you? Well, no. You. I, I go and fuck one of the judges. There's three different judges. I fuck one of them because I want to. You want to win. I want to win. But you, I mean, that's but you cheated. You, you cheated. Well, everyone cheated because everyone fucked the judges. Oh, everyone yeah. fucked a different judge. Yeah. So then all the judges had somebody else winning. Whoever fucked them was going to win. Yeah, pretty much. And then at the end, we all fucked one of the judges. And uh-huh. then I won. It sounds right, like- can I tell you something? As someone from Texas, this is really how most of them go down. It is. <laughs> <laughs> most of these barbecue contests come down to blowjobs. Wow. So, so bar- barbecue tip master. So, okay. I want to cut. I've never wanted barbecue more in my life. Yes. Okay. So that, and you got to see facial overload three. Now, um, <laughs> you know what? I, now, I didn't see facial overload the first two. What's the third about? It's about getting your face fucked really hard. Right. And then spit. <laughs> There's your spit coming all out of your mouth. Oh, and, man. And wow. then you're just filled up with cum and your Yeah, yeah it's awesome. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Nicholas Dalby, have you seen Facial Overload 3? I love you. I have not. Oh, all right. Um, I know it's disappointing, but yeah, I haven't been. <laughs> so is so it, the need to uh, watch porn hasn't been that big. Now, is your girlfriend in the same car as you right now? Yeah, she is. Can we can, uh, can we talk to her for a second? Um, she's driving and I'm on a headset. So <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, right. All right, listen, Nicholas. It was a pleasure to talk to you, man. I'm a huge fan. Keep up the great work, man. Thank you so much for the kind words, and uh, likewise, it was uh, nice to to be here. All right, thanks, brother. Take take care, buddy. Take care. Thank you. All right, that was Nicholas Dalby. He's like a nice guy. Seems like a nice guy. What a nice guy. 13-0-1, and he still feels like he's got a lot to learn. That's some humility. That's uh, what you need, I guess, to keep progressing. Right? No, he's uh, he's got a future, man, because I'd say 31, 32 is usually the prime. Yeah. And uh, if he's 30 now, and he said in a year, you know, he, he sees him being at that level, man. Seems like a lot and of these Europeans, what they lack in wrestling, they make up in kickboxing. Mm. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask him what the uh, the kickboxing scene was like out there because he said the MMA scene was like three, maybe four times a year or something like that. Yeah, I was going to see if maybe the the kickboxing scene was maybe once a month or it something. It just seems like these guys have like they, I don't know if they kick harder, but you see some of these like even though they watch the Ultimate Fighter this year, you see these guys they come out of these European kickboxing scene and they just seem to have more 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 juice on their punches and kicks you know is that a fair assessment yeah i mean i i think they definitely uh have a lot um going for them in the striking aspect you know right. a lot of coaches and a lot of uh experience out there on that aspect uh the mma scene is much newer so right. you know obviously wrestling being a big dictator of distance uh space and where the fight takes place i mean we all gotta up that shit or be really really good off her back yeah that's the thing now uh now wrestling was always sort of, sort of a little bit of your Achilles heel in the beginning. I know with the and they kept putting you with wrestlers. Uh, like it's you- funny though because I, I statistically I think I was like 
uh, man, ranked like top five or top ten of takedown defense right, in the right, UFC. Right. Uh, but yes, uh, John Fitch, amazing wrestler, black belt in jiu-jitsu, um, was able to do his thing. Hallman, black belt in jiu-jitsu, good wrestler. Hallman's uh, very underrated fighter, man. And the guy beat Matt Hughes three times. I mean, those I mean, guys, dude, those guys had like 200 fights, you know, like, <laughs> you know, at, at the time, you know, I, I I was a young gun coming up. So uh, it, the, those fights for me were were amazing, you know, eye opening, kind of see where you're at, see what level you're at, what you need to work on. And Greg, um, stop taking pictures of her while she's here. Okay. You, wanted, fucking, okay. you want me to just <laughs> yeah. pull my tits <laughs> Well, here's the thing. I wanted to, when she laughs, her titties bounce. And so I wanted to get, see, there it goes. <laughs> Greg, this is, Greg, these are, Greg, these are our guests. Look, this is our guest. This is No, no, this is the MMA, MMA podcast. Okay. We want her to feel comfortable. Greg, stop. It's not free titty day. Seriously. Seriously, Greg. I understand she's beautiful and you don't see a lot of beautiful girls in your life. Okay, but it's a good point, except for one. You don't see a variety. You see one. That's true. You don't see. You see one. You only get to see one. I know. But you, come on, man. Anyway, so I uh, share it with because. But I'm trying to. to I'm trying, he's talking to me about his fighting, about one of wrestling. My movies. God, you could see him bounce all the time. Yes. I know, but it, it's just fine because she laughs. She goes, okay, you okay. He's like, he's, he's like in real life, though. This let's is, let's, this let's is make real life. Right. All right, I'm trying to talk to Ben Saunders about fighting. If okay, you would have just left it alone. You could have kept talking. I, I know, but you kept fucking. We kept moving your your phone. Well, just continue the interview. I know, but you We could be showing bouncing titties right now. You're creeping her out. I wasn't creeping her out. She's not here for that. She gets uh, whatever. All right. So Ben, wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, now, one of your fights, I gotta say, one of your fights, uh, which was a brutal knockout loss to Lima. That was in Bellator. Yes. That was. Uh, now I watched that last night. You had you had some amazing wins. I'm not just, but that loss, like that that head kick, you were out. Now when you wake up, do you, do you know where you are? Uh, luckily, yeah, I did. Luckily, I woke up knowing exactly. I knew I lost. I knew exactly. I didn't know what. I didn't know what hit me. But I knew I got knocked out. I know I'm on the canvas. I know where I was, who right. the president was, where the day was, and blah, blah, blah. Like, so in that sense, I'm lucky because concussion-wise, it probably wasn't uh, as bad as it could have been. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. My eye was swollen shut. I didn't see the kick coming. Uh, you know, um, now, I, no, I mean, you came back. It's, Obviously, it's you're rough. Not, now you're on a three-fight win streak in the UFC. It's it's a great story. You're at a, you're at a high, but but when you're but when you're in that situation, okay, you you, you like you get home. You're in the hospital. Are you like, are you starting to doubt? Like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Like, I just got head kicked into next week. I'm like, this is fuck. Is there, is there, is there, are there doubts? Um, no, honestly, man, we uh we filmed a documentary for uh for that fight and the training camp leading into it and uh. You know the the aftermath, and even leading it to the the Uma Plata and stuff. So you know, um, we're working on creating the film and putting it out there, so pretty much the world can kind of see a little bit of what what I was going through, what my mentality was. Um, there was a lot of weird things going on in that fight, uh, and um, it is what it is. I I, I took I took it away. Um, basically, I, I I put on a performance. Everybody got a show. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, the entertainment value, win, lose, or draw. The fight my before mindset. that, you won by head kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, I, dude, and 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 I'm um, that by no means kind of determined who I was or dictated anything. Um, but like I said, there was a lot of things going on uh, behind the scenes. Um, like what on hit on on well, uh, uh, contractual things. There there are things going on. Um, 
you know, I, I kind of wanted to get back to Bell or UFC. I was kind of stuck in Bellator. Um, every fight that I lost in Bellator would have added more time to my contract. So on a psychological level, it's kind of like, you would, I don't know, you win, lose, you lose. You win like, by like, losing, yeah. Well, you win and then you're, you're stuck where you don't want to be at the time. And uh, if you lose, you fucking lose, man. Um, yeah. So like, in my head, the best, Situation is a split decision loss that's controversial on whether or not I win, but I get out. Yeah, that's you know, like, like in my head, I'm like, that's the fucking win win for me right there because I don't give a fuck. That's a, that's a hard that, thing to orchestrate. That's like, that's a very but how the fuck do you make that? Yo, but how do you make that fucking happen? Fight, you know, how do you make that happen? I guess what could have made that happen is maybe fuck, come out the third round, fucking drop them, get a 10 8 round, and then like fucking, then we get some weird controversy where it could have, yeah, yeah, dude. And, and every time it went back. to the ground, man, I, you know, he he was in trouble, you know. Uh, I'm very I'm very good off my back. So now, now um, your one fight where you uh, you had a Muay Thai clinch and you must have need that guy. How many times did you need that guy in the head? Fuck fifty one. Fifty one times in the head. Oh, um, wow. Now is that just like are you just in kill mode? I mean, is that just are you in the like they say like the zone that, that people get into? You have a guy in a Muay Thai clinch and you're kicking him fifty one times. What's what's going through your head during that? What's going through his head? Uh, fuck, man. I mean, I mean, yeah. in, in, initially it's, you know, fucking murder, death, kill. After maybe 20, you're thinking, fuck, dude, like, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> like I don't know, dude. Like, uh, like, like, dude, like, I, I kind of, I, I for sure kind of felt bad. But at the same time, like, as they're landing, I'm thinking he's still here. Motherfucker's still there. Like, yeah, yeah I got to I got to keep going. I can't, I can't stop. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. But there's also a fine line of, you know, why would it take me 51? Well, I'd rather throw 51 and have it go like that than try to throw 10 or 15 as hard as I can, hoping that, you know, maybe they land, but maybe you get it taken down from that. Yeah. You know, there, there's a double-edged sword when, when, you're, when you're throwing knees, too. Um, sometimes throwing them a little bit quicker with more stability and base onto you. Uh, to control the takedown is necessary. And at the same time, fuck, dude, if you're throwing him like a machine gun and this dude has to defend because every time he doesn't, he's getting kneed in the face, then you're breaking the arms down, you're breaking the wrists down, fucking the hands up, fucking the face up, and uh, hit the liver, hit the ribs, and then it's a wrap. I was uh, the, the one fight I got into with the haha. Yeah, like I was, my hands are being held back by two different guys, and all I had was my knees. So I threw a fucking knee. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, don't throw anything, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I wish I could actually throw a kick, but I, yeah. I, I was just fucking knee. Those knees are awesome, man. That that mo- when when I watched Anderson Silva do that to Rich Franklin, uh, oh, yeah. To, and I, yeah, I was just like, it's wow. That was one of those things where I was like, how do you defend this? I mean, this this is this, uh, once a guy has you in that clinch. And just- yeah. Well, I know the defenses. You know what I'm saying, and 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 it's kind of weird when when I watch certain things because you know uh, it could be also body type because maybe being so tall and lanky. Um, you know, I use the defenses. I, I I've sparred people way bigger heavyweights that are even taller than me get me in a clinch and I'm able to break out. You know what I'm saying? There's definitely techniques that can go for it, but sometimes depending on who you're fighting and what their strengths are, man. You look like um, you'd have sharp knees because you have sharp elbows. No, yeah, I got you know. Uh, I'm I'm happy to to bring the full fucking eight limbs to the to the table. <laughs> you know, uh, I was at a show one time and Skylar Stone got into it with a guy in the audience, and the guy got him in a Muay Thai clinch and started kneeing him really into the body. Now, 
me being who I Skyler being who he is, I let him get a few off on him oh, yeah, first yeah, yeah. before I jumped in there. I can't stand Skyler Stone. Stone. <laughs> exactly. So I let him take a few to the body before I was, before I jumped in between them and tried to like stop him from. Kicking. I gave that guy like a hundred spots in my life. I got him so many paid work. The night before I did the Tonight Show. He had a show at the Improv. I was like, hey, man, can I just do five minutes? He's like, I'm all booked, man. Sorry. And he wouldn't give you... What is, five minutes man. before the night show. You know like, what? Stone's a better person now than he was. All right. Uh, he's someone I would not tip. Um, now, listen. <laughs> oh, like man. I said, I let the guy go off on him for a little while before I helped Stone. So, uh, and then I saved Stone's ass just by jumping in between them. You know who I would tip? Uh, fighters who I respect. And you could tip those people at tipafighter.com. Right. It's about uh, fighters. Like you said, there are guys out there who sh- or women who, should, who are not paid enough. You know, let's tip these guys or women. Let's tip yeah. them. Let's give them money. Throw them a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks, three hundred bucks. Throw them twenty bucks. Throw them whatever you want to tip them. You can tip them. Yeah. You, you, a lot of betting going on. Some people make you a lot of money. Absolutely. We're gonna talk about that in a second. As well as American Icon Autographs, A I A S E dot com, the best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events. A I A A I A S E dot com. Thank you, Sean, for the sponsorship. Now, uh, some of the fights over the weekend. Bellator. You watch Bellator? Sometimes. Do you, did you watch it last weekend? No. Okay. Well, there were some good fights. It was uh, some good fights. I thought uh, it was Will, a very good card. Will I, Brooks. I, yeah. Okay. I read. I read the results. So. Yeah. Will Brooks uh, retained his title. That was a great fight. Will man. Brooks is a, is a great fighter. I mean, he 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 knew the guy was a, a leg lock specialist. Really oh. good. Really good at leg locks too, man. So good, dude. Yeah. Was, I was yeah, watching. Yeah. I was like, who? I, how he survived that first round? I have no idea. Well, because he had him in some crazy positions that he blew his knee out. Apparently, doing yeah, it. Yeah. He hurt and his then, knee. Right. And then he was like, I got it. Because like the rest of the fight, everyone's like. Why does he keep going to the ground with this guy? He's so dangerous, but just, he realized he couldn't sh- stand on that. But it shows you how good the wrestling is, uh, how important it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If, if, you could, if you flexibility. If you could control his flexibility, a, saved his ass. I like Will. He's got a big mouth too, which I appreciate. <laughs> like he, he's not afraid to speak his mind. Uh, I love it about him. Also, Mike Chandler. Beat Dave Rickles. Boy, uh, you were right about that one. And you know what? When I saw it, I was like, oh, no, no. I've seen Chandler fight, and Ch- he outclassed the shit out of him. And Rickles is a tough guy. I mean, yeah. Mike Chandler, I think, was a guy that in the UFC, he would be he, he, would, he would do really well. He had to think he would do well. Anyway, he's a tough, great wrestler. His strikes is getting better. And I, you know what? That move, those guys who left San Diego uh, are all winning. The guys who got they, – they went to uh, Arizona Combat or, or Power MMA. A lot of those guys, uh, they, and they seems to be, you know, a good move for them. And Strauss Pitbull, I'm happy. I'm really happy for Strauss. Yeah, because, yeah uh, broke his for hand sure. like crazy. And he's your former teammate, right? Yeah, uh, I mean, look, man, they're all still my teammates. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Not att. Um, I'm just. Uh, I I came out here to to expand my my training. Is right. All. Well, it was a good week for att. Um, Do you think now, that's it for Rickles? No, no, yeah. no, no. I mean, you, you, you know, be pretty bad. but when you lose to guys like Chandler and you lose to the top echelon guys, it's not it. Okay. It's one thing. If I it, like Rickles. It, it, it seems to me when you're, it's it when you're, I mean, I hate to say it, but if you're a veteran losing on like a fight pass prelim or, or even, you know, losing on some of the lower cards, you're like, like, is it, is, is it it for Clay Guida? It, 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 that's more more it because he got like in the UFC, he, he got guillotine in the first round. I don't know if you watched it. He came out there, lost real quick. And Clay, you know, Clay's a good fighter, but you know, you're you're losing when you're losing on prelims and, and quickly. Yeah. That's when that's been I, while. you know, you never want to tell a guy to hang it up. But I'll tell you, there are a couple of people. Well, first of all, so now Bellator announced that first they announced Kurt Angle might come back to fighting or might start fighting. Okay, yeah, Kurt, I was gonna say come back. Come uh, back. He but he might you know, Kurt Angle, Olympic gold medalist, stud wrestler, he's now in his forties. 
He's how many surgeries? How many DUIs? You know, I understand he brings a name value, but but what what is this? I, I let's just let anybody fight that. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, what what's going on here? I think they're just looking for name value. Now they also announced that Ken Shamrock yeah. is fighting Hoist Gracie <laughs> for the third time in February. I guess uh, Betty White's gonna be the ring girl. <laughs> they're gonna have the, oh, say the Night of the Living Dead. They're gonna have the oh, Pride man. Lady because they, they can't hear, hear anyone else. So they're gonna have that old lady screaming. Oh, they're gonna have a ramp, an actual wheelchair ramp system. <laughs> what is this? I mean, they uh, fought at UFC one. You have seen one. I know. I couldn't believe it. I was like, "What year is this?" He's fifty-three years old. I know. Uh, thoughts, Ben Saunders. I mean, if they are going to keep fighting, I guess, right? Fight each other? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, obviously, it's for the money, so I can't really say much. Because if I was their age, and they're like, "I'll pay you a million dollars to fight this guy," and we're the same age. Well, I mean, of course, I'd step back in there. They're, they're you know, trying to the bring eyeballs, but, but like, but I, I don't know, man. I don't. I mean, who knows what what the competitiveness is going to be at? You know, who knows? Uh, a lot of fucking factors on. Who that, are the eyeballs know? that they're trying to get? Though I understand they're trying to get new fans, but why I, did, did fans I, really I, stop I, watching? I think I think they actually will get people to see that. You know what I'm saying? I think there's a lot of fans that are old school that will just be like. I remember those names, and they'll probably fucking really. You really I think they think might so. tune in. I think, I think, I dude, think so. this the 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 fine line between spectacle and and sport. Man, a lot of people like the the damn spectacle side of it. You know, um, didn't the Kimbo uh, Shamrock good blow numbers? the fuck up? Like, yeah. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> me and Eddie but watched that's, it. That's... Me and Eddie watched it, bro. Like uh, when I was out here. But Kimbo's training. always been that way. I but mean, Kimbo's, and it could are... be that. It could be because it was Kimbo and, well, and not as much well, Shamrock Kimbo's for now sure. Adding data five thousand. Uh, but that, yeah, you know, that's you know the that other is? thing. Yeah. It, it, you know that yeah. is? No. Okay, there, I know was, a, who it there is. was a documentary called Fightville, I believe. Yeah. Oh, was it Fightville? No, no, no. Fightville, Fightville. was. Uh, it that was, was um, uh, Dustin Poirier. The it was a documentary. Dogfight. Uh, dog dogfight. Uh, it's think. a documentary about the streets of Miami. I haven't seen it, but I've I, I've seen like the trailer. It's it's about these guys that live in Miami and they fight in backyards. Right. And I guess where Kimbo, Kimbo starts. Came from, and yeah. I guess now Data. I guess Kimbo was one of Dada's guy, boys back in the day. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I watched it all, and I and I know I understand the hype of what's what's kind of coming up. But I mean, the realistic factor is Kimbo's been training. Dada's not, you know, much of a fighter other than a street fighter and whole gas probably in the first minute. So uh, I definitely see Kimbo coming out. Maybe he gets caught. Maybe he doesn't. I see a lot of people, once again, this is spectacle factor. I see a lot of people wanting to see these two street fighters street fight it out, if you will. But I think at this point, Kimbo's more of a technical fighter. Yeah, you know, for God's sakes, man, he, he he beat Ken Shamrock. You know, I mean, I don't know how he got out of that choke. I don't know, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I just know that. What did Eddie say when he saw that choke? WWE. He and, did it. He yeah. did it like WWE, and yeah. you know, I agree. You know, he the way he tried to finish it wasn't. You know, I mean, but did Eddie say this is this is fixed? I don't think so. Eddie, Eddie thought it was real because it looked kind of like. I, I say, I think I don't know, man. I mean, uh, it could it could just be maybe fucking he really did have like a brain fart out there and was like just fucking trying to finish the choke the way he's done it in WWE for so many years and is confused. I mean, he almost had the choke. I don't now know. You grew up in Florida. Or maybe, you're right, maybe he almost had it out and they were like, oh, oh loosen up, yeah, loosen yeah, up. Yeah, I don't yeah. fucking know. You know, yeah, it's about to go out. Did you grow up, did you know about that whole street fighting culture when you were in Florida? 
Yeah, man. I mean, uh, I, 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 not enough to be involved with it. Obviously, um, what's his name? George Masvidal. Yeah. <laughs> kind of got got in the mix of of things, but he's from Miami. Um, I'm sure. I, you know, I, I probably could have if if I wasn't thinking like, man, I was intelligent. I, I was probably already pro at the time. So I'm trying to fight pro and add shit to my record. I wasn't trying to just get street experience or. Uh, Gambling. No, I think Kimbo and Dada, should, they should have it in a backyard yeah, and do should. a live on location in a back, trash cans. It with trash cans in a backyard in Miami. Tell me that wouldn't be cool. Like if you saw, it'd that, be like, cool. They wouldn't make as much. No, no, no. They'll have it. They'll have, have a pay per view. No, have a pay per view. <laughs> no, actually, just go on. You know how like at the MTV Awards they'll have like, oh, we're going, we're going to play, watch this one band right. in, in Scotland on the outside or stage. Yeah, yeah. So I think they should have like the, a real event. And just that one fight should in be in an actual alley, in an actual backyard, <laughs> with like six S- dudes. Self-promoted or through Bellator? Through Bellator, I think okay, Bellator okay. is just people should would be really behind, watch that. It should be behind a restaurant, and guys should just come out and be throwing garbage away, going, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> I really think that. Tell me, you wouldn't watch that? I would watch it half day through. They just like they have no commentators except for like like a bunch of guys in the back, just their friends, their, 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 their boys, you know, and yeah. they just go right throw to that, and then go back to the Bellator event. Might as well have it in a back. Backyard. <laughs> no, in, in in porn, is there like a lot of people look down at street fighting, like the pro fighters? Is there a street fighting porn that like real porn stars look down upon? Not that I know of. You shouldn't be hooking without a camera. Yeah, what do you think? Pretty about much, it? like that's just know. too street. No, we need a we need yeah. we need cameras no, in that's here. That's actually a good point. Now there are a lot of porn stars. They said because what happened with the internet is that all porn became free. And a lot of porn went out of business. People aren't buying DVDs anymore. And like the only th- people that are making money are like fetish stuff that you actually yeah. have to pay to watch someone get like peed on or stapled or yeah. something. Now, mm. now you being uh, now a lot of girls have now become hookers, mm-hmm. where you could actually escorts, escorts where you could buy a professional <laughs> escort for a couple for a couple thousand dollars. Now, do you do you do that or no? Why would I even like say something like that? Right. It's okay. It's illegal. And if so, he wants the number. No, no. Well, a lot of girls. So are you? Tr- are you? Pro- no, no. I'm not. No. I'm a, uh, you, I think you could go to jail for trying to. No, like, get that. no. I'm not saying no. I'm. I'm at no. But I'm saying a lot of. I just of, want to know how much I have to withdraw from the ATM. <laughs> It seems it seems like a lot of real real porn stars look down on those girls because they're like they're like tampering the 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 sacredity of the actual porn art. You know, I don't I don't think it's any different than what we're doing in porn. I mean, we're having sex for money. I don't feel like it's that much different. Um, It isn't that much different, really. One is in front of a camera and one is not. It's still sex work. So you don't so you don't look 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 down on that. I do not look down on it at all. I actually think that it's uh, probably safer. Really? Because, yeah, because in that in in like if you're a hooker, you can wear con everyone can wear condoms if that's what you choose to do. We're in porn, it's just Yeah, testing. but the yeah, but the the quote unquote Johns aren't tested, right? Where in porn stars the male actors are tested. Correct. So that would be safer to have the male actors, no? I mean, if you're not wearing condoms, it, yeah. you know, it's safer it, to use condoms. It's safer to use condoms, yes, because how many people did he work with before you on that test? Right. Or he could have got laid the night before. Or, or maybe he's bisexual. And you never know. So right. You're saying I need a thousand dollars in some condoms. <laughs> That's what you're saying. I'm not, <laughs> Listen, all I know is there's a Bank of America right down the street. Okay, no. I, oh, now, now I know that you actually, I, I, I know that you actually travel around the world doing uh, club appearances, right? Yes, yeah. Now, now, so okay, so you, you go I'm to- I'm going for Thanksgiving, actually. Where, where, you, where are you going? I'm going to Bath, Pens- like, yeah. 
It's like Allentown. Allentown, Pennsylvania. Yeah. And you're getting your turkey stuffed? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You know, it does get boring after the meal. You gotta find something to do. Now, I know that uh, from from what I hear you is... You don't want to fill up before your big dance. <laughs> I mean, who would have thought, like back in the Thanksgiving when the when the pilgrims and yeah, the Indians... Then you want a stripper. This is what would happen. All right, now... now <laughs> Now, uh, now I know that like so so what so you go to a place you put on a show right you like yeah. this is our feature dancer yeah and then yeah. You, and now at the end you give laugh dances to the audience members correct for money yeah now of now, course not for free not for free, not for free. <laughs> yeah. so how much how much do you guys have to pay hundred dollars hundred dollars for one song. I do too. Two songs, so fifty. Yeah. Thank you. That you know what? That's very generous of you. I do too. Yeah, that's just. Well, being I mean, cool. I also I don't want to do it for like the regular price that the house girls Hell do it no. because I don't want to take away from their money. If someone really wants to get a lap dance from me, they'll pay. $100. I play the what's that, I play that, what's I that wanna, one song. At I don't want to go uh, for twenty dollars and then all of the guys are going to pay me twenty dollars instead of them. It's not fair. I play that. I play that song. And got a levito. I was going to say. So I need a hundred dollars and I need the DJ to queue up American Pie, the longest song ever. Yes. And she said, bye, bye, Miss America. Can you play this bye. album, just like the Lauryn Hill album with no breaks? <laughs> now, um, Put your vagina on my thigh. Now, now, do guys ever try to cop a feel or try to, like, finger bang you when you're giving them lap dances? Yeah, I've had that happen, but normally I just, like, knee them in the crotch really hard and they stop, so. Mm. You, and, then, and you say, hey, knock it off? No, I just knee them in the crotch and then they stop. Self-explanatory. Oh, okay. I mean, that's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy, do you have a bouncer watching you and making sure... No yeah, you travel with a guy, right? Well, yeah, I have a couple of guys that live in different areas of the United States that I know and I'm friends with. And so where I'm in, in that area, they'll just come along and stuff. So, okay. yeah, yeah, it's that's fun. important. All right. All right. Or so I just bring my taser, so... You bring a taser, really? Yes. Nice. Now, is it, do you Smart. enjoy it more if you're on Molly or something? Or? <laughs> I don't know. I've never tried that. Really? Well, I mean, I've tried Molly, but I've never tried it while I was dancing. I, I like to like be very coherent whenever I'm dancing. I don't want to fall off the stage or right. I'm with you on that. You know, okay. So, so okay, no stage. I think she's more coherent on stage than you are. <laughs> I'm not coherent at all. <laughs> I'm out mind. Now, okay, now some of uh, some of the fights, the UFC fights that happened, uh, Hendo versus Belfort. Uh, that fight, some people said it was stopped too early. I don't know. Hendo, that kick looked like Kendo was a little out of it. Maybe it could have won a couple more punches. It, to me, I don't know why Dan Henderson now says I still want to fight. Bro, I, like I said, I thought after the Boge fight, he should have hung it up. He's 45 years old yeah. at this point. What do you got to prove? You have a gym. You're a legend. You're an Olympian. You're, a, uh, you're worth a lot of money. I don't think it's to prove anything at this point. If, if he's fighting, it's for two reasons. It's for the love of the game or the money or both. Those are probably the only two reasons he definitely has nothing to prove, and I think he's intelligent enough to know that. You know, I watched that ending a couple times to see if he did. I didn't get to see the fight. And there was a minute where he locked up when he was on his back after the kick, and he got another one off on him. There was a moment where he locked up, like uh, you know, and I think that was the moment that Yamasaki or whatever stepped in and yeah. stopped it. You know, and and when I watched it again, I was like, yeah, no, he did for a second. I mean, it's like, really hard. It's I mean, and I think he was like, it's he's probably the hardest guy to ref fights because of the fact that he came back against Shogun, he came back against Fedor, he's come back so many he's times. He's been a champion. He's been you a champion. And also, he, did, did you notice silver medalist? Right? Silver I mean, medalist. Did but, you notice though, like right before that, the announcer was like, the last fight ended with a with a head kick. Then yeah. that, and then immediately head Boom. kick. Yeah, no, time. I mean, but also like it seemed like he almost blocked that head kick a little bit as well. It just sent him to the ground. Uh, you know, Hendo is a great fighter. 
but I think at a certain point, fighters need to if they if they they want to keep doing it, it's like almost someone else should. Stop. I really think they should have fighter intervention where you let the guy go out in a cage, and then all of a sudden the lights go up, and it's all the friends and the family come out and say, "You got to stop doing this, <laughs> please, please stop doing this." Because because Hendo, I know what you said I don't think he needs the money. It is for the love of fighting. But at the same time, okay. If you're thinking about brain damage or yeah. longevity and vitality and, and all that, yeah, I'm 100% with you. You know, there, there's a fine line between the fighter's aspect and, you know, the uh, the caution yeah. aspect. But once you start thinking the caution, then for sure and retirement's also, and in your head. And also you're a fighter as well. So yeah, it's like you're, I mean, well, it's, it's, a caution, probably fighting isn't the right line of work to be in in the first place. But yeah, um, Someone has to stop. I mean, in the NFL, they face this concussion issue now. Uh, where they're having to say, hey, you got to stop. And I mean, but then you also got to say... Fighting's got to do the same thing. And like, what's his goal? If, he, if he's just in the game for super fights, are you still fighting the top guys? Or, I mean, it's not like he's losing to nobody's, right? No, no, so he, you're still losing to the elite, but, you know, I don't know. Do you, do you kind of start fighting uh, lesser competition to stay in the game and enjoy what you love? Um, not saying gatekeeper, but not saying necessarily super fights where, you know, you're the underdog, I guess. I don't know. So, uh, is- is the, is the fight in the cage the only way to get that satisfaction, or can the training and the fighting at the gym still feed that fire? Everybody's different, man. Everybody's different. But if you're a competitor and you've been one your entire life like him, yeah, you want the you plus. Want to be you know, the it's hard for these guys that every time they meet someone, they go, "When's your next fight?" Or, yeah. or, 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 "Well, you're my favorite fighter." Or, "Can I take yeah. a picture?" And I think a lot of these guys, you legend. know, a lot of these guys, they they, they don't want to lose that. They don't want to be a go back to being a, what they could perceive as a Joe Schmo. Or being um, and not and, and not everyone can make the transition to acting like a Randy Couture or something. Yeah. And you but then you get these guys like you get these guys like Jens Pulver and you get these guys where you're like, listen, you know, MMA is still a new enough sport where guys aren't punchy. Yeah. But eventually do you want to see these fighters drooling all over themselves for, for, and going to these you know, for five hundred bucks at a trade show, right? We don't know if people how, how punchy the game's going to be in twenty years, though. right? You know, like that shit's scary. Yeah, you know? I, mean, I know it is yeah. scary, and that's uh, you know, that's what I'm saying. You know, the NFL now, uh, is dealing with this now because you know they're they're. I think I think I think you get more concussions in NFL though I, than fighting. But, but I think I, I but I will say you know obviously he's a very rare case. You know, just kind of who he's been. What he's done he and all that. that power. That how many, how many people have, have been retiring recently too, though? You know, so I think everybody is intelligent to the game enough to know about their future. At least some uh, of them. I some of them. That. Some you know, of them. I, I, I've seen so many guys that like still think they have a fight in them, and it's like, uh, yeah. come on, come on, man! You you just lost eleven in a row. I just I'm feel like, how, how, how many people retired in the last two weeks? Five, something like that. A lot of guys. So some people are, you know, taking taking notice. I don't know. You know, um, who knows if it's for the vitality or if it's for the financial reasons? Most likely both. When, when's the when's the right time for a porn star to retire, Cleo? You're- <laughs> when they get elephant ass. <laughs> I'm like, don't they go forever, right? No. Don't they go? No, I mean, it's just like whenever you can't do it people. anymore, or people don't <laughs> want to see you anymore. Guys, guys, wait, hold on. Look at those talking. Sorry, yes. Gosh, you're being so sorry, rude. Sorry, sorry. You I'm still a woman. You can be nice to me. Just because I take things in my ass doesn't oh, mean you have to be rude. <laughs> Uh, what were you saying? I just I go on, please. I love you. Oh, you want me to talk about my ass? No, no. Though? You were saying that. So when is it time for a girl to retire? I, whenever no one wants to hire you anymore, they want to. No one wants to book you or, or see you anymore. I mean, uh, it's about time. Do you see it a lot? Do you see porn stars that like you're like uh, 
sorry, people don't want to see this anymore? Pretty much, yeah. There, there's a there's a handful, but there's also a handful that they they retire and then they come back and they sell a whole bunch of DVDs and <laughs> their butthole heels. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> their butthole that. is no longer ripped, and so they can take a cock in it again. Um, <laughs> this is, this is, we have the most unique podcast. I, fuck everybody who says that we don't bring it every week. You're not going to hear Ben Saunders and Cleo Valentine and the Greg Wilson and myself on any of the podcasts. Now, Pat Cummings versus Glover. That was a that, that was, was a fight. That was a surprise. Uh, I I thought Pat was going to win it. I thought he was going to grind him out. Um, Glover looked like 30 pounds bigger. The thing about Pat is that, you know, he didn't really, I mean, I think Glover is, that is, he's a good wrestler, underrated wrestler. And I think he's good enough to stuff the takedowns. And that's when Pat seems to get in trouble. If you, when, when Pat can't bully people and take them down and just beat them up, he's then he gets in some weird like panic mode slash I'm a K1 striker slash I don't have a plan B. And uh, it sucks. I'm a big Pat Cummings fan. Okay. It just seems like everybody that I know that trains with Pat says he's a fucking world champion in the gym. But something seems to happen in the cage where that's not translating. Ben? I mean, if your game is to take someone down and you can't take them down and you're not better than them on the feet. You're fucked. That's, is, that, is that what you think happens? I mean, everybody has a puncher's chance, but that's a wrap. I mean, that... that I don't know if you want to say uh, statistically speaking, but statistically speaking, the percentage of chances of you winning if your strength is to take them down and they're a better striker, I mean, it's pretty fucking low. You know, so if he can't do that, and that's basically his game and imposing his will is to either smash him into the cage or get the takedown, and that's not fucking happening, well... You know, yeah, which is it's 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 tough because you watch Stylist him against some ups, people, people he can do that against. He looks like a world beater, yeah. and then people, I mean, the guys that he's not been able to do that, uh, the OSP um, who caught him, uh, the Daniel Cormier who you're not going to take down unless you're John Jones and it's a five round fight in Vegas and whatever. And now and now Glover, Glover is, I don't know if he's a, I wouldn't call him a gatekeeper. But he seems to be now like the guy that people are like underestimating and are winning. Uh, Glover's last fight, he beat some, he beat OSP, and everyone had OSP going to that fight, and now people had Pack going into the fight. I don't know if Glover was was the favorite or whatever, but uh, he's just he's that guy that just keeps sticking. Is he four ar- now? Uh, what four? What? Uh, top top four. Top he might be. I mean, you look at the guys. He's the only guys he seemed to have lost to are John Jones. Uh, and who else did he lose to? He lost to John. Did, did, no, no, he beat him. Quentin, he beat him. I just couldn't get. I thought he just looked so much. Oh, bigger Phil than Davis. Phil yeah, Davis beat him up. Yeah, yeah. Phil Control Davis took him down. Con, yeah, took him down. <clears throat> Phil Davis. That's right. He has troubles against the brothers. He's like the anti-Kardashian <laughs> right there. Now, speaking of someone that doesn't have trouble against the uh, brothers, uh, now uh, you were in Big Black Dicks and Tattooed Chicks. <laughs> <laughs> That was me. Now, um, that sounds great. Now, how big were these black dicks? And did the girls all have tattoos? Like, what? Just tell yeah, us about that movie. Yeah, all the girls had had tattoos, and there was a lot of big black dicks. And yeah, were you yeah. That, now? Did you ever look at a dick that's like like game. like a porn? <laughs> did you ever look at a, like a porn black dick, which is probably even bigger than the average yeah, black dick? Yeah. And you're like, no, that's not going to happen. Not yet. No. Not yet. No, I'm, I'm pretty elastic. <laughs> she has a great rubber guard. <laughs> yes. Oh man. So, so, so really, I mean, now, now, so like, which is also known as her tank. Have you worked with Mandingo? I have not. No. Not what yet. about the other guy, Lexington uh, Steel? Yes, you I have, had him all up in my butthole. You had Lexington so Steel in your asshole. Oh yeah. Could you feel him in your throat? Uh, pretty much. Really? <laughs> Damn. 
Now, after that, right, after you have Lexington Steele, now, is he being gentle or is he going... He's he's very he's very nice. He makes it look in, incredibly intense when, I don't know, something about his dick, it's like got a little give to it. So, it, I don't know, it feels really good. I don't know how to explain it. It's <laughs> Let perfect. me ask you this, though. The next day, are you walking around and shit just falls out of your ass? or Like like a piano? No, no, it doesn't oh, happen. Good. Sorry. I mean, do you have that happen? Because I know you take a lot of stuff up your ass. Yeah. You know, car keys. Yeah. Just the easy stuff. Yeah, just basic, have you ever had, have you ever, basic household goods. Have, anything. Greg, have you ever had a girl put a finger up there? Yeah, but I didn't like it. I had to stop. It was it was a real party stopper for me. What? Now, how like, did that? Oh, hey, hey, hey. Now, I mean, what happened? Uh, well, because you know when they're playing with the little out, the little tickle, you know, a little. When they're just tickling it. You're looking at me and Ben. We have no idea what you're talking about. But okay, Come so on. okay. You've never had a girl tickle your butthole when she's like blowing. You give you a little. Uh, no, nah, not really. But okay, so so the girls okay, tickle. So that was look. He's like grabbing his sweater. Uh, I've forgotten those days on purpose. Oh, I, oh my god. <laughs> no, but that was nice. A little, you know. But then the finger in there I was like, ah, because I can't concentrate. Right. You know what I mean? It really just. So where did you? Did so you, did you, did you also don't like it whenever you have to go to the doctor and they have to check your prostate. You either. know what? They didn't do that. What? They, they, they were like, they fuck do, this. They were like, he's already. Fucked no, up. No, no, just no, let them die. They, <laughs> yeah, she was like, I can't even get through the thicket. They found get... four bags of coke up there and said, you know what? <laughs> we are not going any They're deeper. Balloons. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, balloons of cocaine. And uh, no, now they just do blood tests. They, they, don't even they pulled out four bags of coke and John really? Dotson. Yeah. I gotta be honest I was a little disappointed I mentally prepared myself all day uh, to get fingered in the ass and they pulled out there, you were like, like trying it out yourself beforehand yeah, making totally, sure yeah, did he notice a disappointment in your face yeah, I was like, when he told you gonna, I, even, I do remember going don't you need to uh, put a and she was like no, no no we do it all with blood tests now I was like all right, okay. so, okay, now... Uh, I was the, disappointed. The last fight, well, first of all, we're going to talk about Chaz Skelly, who we had him on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Super tough guy. I love this guy from Texas. He was hurt. He was out, and he came back and won the fight. I mean, I love this dude. Uh, somebody that I was upset about was Anthony Burchek. We've had him on the show a couple times. He fought yeah. Thomas, Thomas Almeida, and... He went out, like, I mean, when someone just crumbles like that, he I did like that the, the Rashad Evans, mm-hmm. the, the one with Tank Abbott, the Nurmed... Uh, when he he knocked out that guy, yeah, uh, yeah, it was rough. It was rough to see because he was fighting a good fight. Yeah. Uh, it looked like Almeida was a step above him, but it was a competitive. Both doing great things, and Burchek, I think he saw Brad Pickett hurt him. Burchek's got heavy hands. He said, "You know what? I got. I just got to hurt this guy." Right. And he got a little careless and ended up. He got caught. Hard. Got got fucked up. I, I called him. He said he he seemed he was bummed out, but he seemed okay about it. I but, was worried about his knee. The way he fell. I was like, I hope he didn't pop his knee the way he collapsed. Yeah, that was that was rough to watch. It was brutal. What did you What did you think of that fight? I just saw the knockout. You know, I didn't I didn't watch the fights. Um, but yeah, it looked pretty. It was pretty rough. Gnarly, it was rough because he's like pretty gnarly. Yeah, yeah. He did the sack of potatoes. I like one. I like one on stage. Yeah, that was what I was like. Who that knee? And they immediately came out and straight down. Yeah, his leg. yeah, yeah. I saw that. I actually went on stage. And then I actually got off stage uh, right before he went on, and I saw that, and I was like, oh, I was, I was depressed. People were, like, taking yeah. pictures. They're like, oh, take a picture. And I was just like, man, because I, I, I like Burchak. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a good guy, and, he's yeah. a, and I helped him get into the UFC. Yeah. So it's just like, ah. Oh. But, you know, he'll be back. Apparently you helped him get out, too. Uh, no, come on. 
It's, it's one fight. Now, Too soon. All right, now, all right, we got to talk about the fights this week. Real quick, uh, I want to get uh, Killer B's picks. Ronda Rousey, Holly Holm, who wins? I mean, obviously I'm thinking Ronda, but I do believe Holm has the experience and hopefully the uh, the mindset to stick to the game plan, stick and move. I mean, if you can, it sucks in the sense that who knows if that's going to be an entertaining fight, but you're going with Ronda Rousey, people are expecting you to lose. So every minute, every second, every round that you stay, yeah, is a victory, you know, and who knows, stick the jab out, do a teep. Throw uh, you know some kicks and keep your range. Now, what and- do you think about the whole Ronda dating Tavis Brown, the alleged girlfriend beater, the uh, Edmund being uh, tax evasion, the, the mother not talking to Edmund? I mean, do you think any of this is going to play in effect? And the fact that it's in Australia, it, so the fight's going to be uh, time, time, could. you know, difference. Yeah, it definitely could, man. I mean, uh, your mental game is always. Uh, a fragile thing when when coming into a fight and this is one of her toughest competitors toughest as far as the striking aspect i don't know her ground game i don't know her wrestling and her clinch game and whatnot nobody uh, does nobody does so r- realistically it is it is a question mark which makes it intriguing so a lot of people are going to want to tune in to to see the fight um but it could definitely fuck with her head you ronda arouse me what do you think you know who I'm going for. You're going, you're going for Ronda. <laughs> Come on. You know you gotta go if, if I go for the other person, I'm just, just, just wrong. Right. Okay. It's gotta All right. be Ronda. Right. Be like, I'll show Ronda how to do an armbar. Uh, okay. Should have done uh, it this way. You, 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 Greg, you, you, you come on Thursday, right? So we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about this fight on Thursday. Yeah, uh, I think so, yeah. All right. Joanna Young Junchek. That's my girl. Valerie. Fury, I love her. Against Valerie Letourneau, uh, who is Hector, Hector Lombard, I guess. It's a big thing. I guess he's not allowed to corner her uh, because uh, the whole. Uh, steroid thing that he got busted for, but Hector's her boyfriend. Yeah. Her, so the her, suspension. Her, her trainer. Mm. Uh, I love Hector. Uh, I heard Valerie's cutting from like 150 to 115. Um, 150? She's a, she was at 150, I heard. Uh, she's a big girl. That's a big girl. Uh, you tell me, 40 pounds? As, as, as somebody said. Uh, now, I'm picking the upset. Yeah. I'm picking Valerie. I'm putting money on Valerie. She's 9 to 1 underdog. I think Hector's got her, got her trained. I think Valerie's going to pull it out. You? I think, you know, training at American Top Team, she's going to be very well prepared. You know, uh, Joanna's a, <laughs> she's a murderer, man. So, um, <laughs> you know, in fact, I, I really think, you know, she's, she's an artist out there. And and yeah. she 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 paints people red. She's so another one though. Does she have any ground game? Because I who knows? I, I mean, who she's, knows, she's man? Real, I mean, her, she, I love her, her fists. I yeah. love them. Her uh, ideally, her footwork is is on point enough that uh, you know she keeps the distance well enough. We'll see, man. We'll see. It's gonna be a tough fight. And finally, uh, so you you picking Joanna? No, I'm fifty fifty on that one. I can't I can't uh, give a uh, Ronda arouse me. Sorry. Okay, all right. Uh, finally, Mark Hunt versus Bigfoot Silva. Uh, Bigfoot has not looked the same since uh, the whole— They're fighting again? Yeah, Mark Hunt, okay. Bigfoot Silva. Uh, who do we like? I like Mark Hunt in this fight. I think Mark, yeah, I think Mark takes it, you know. Didn't Silva win his last fight, though? Like, no, he's been getting his ass kicked since the whole—he's oh. a guy that should be allowed to take TRT because he's mm. like uh, some kind of— a, he Oh, has, that's right. He's got some kind of giganticism or something, but they're yeah. not letting him take it, and it seems like it's really affecting him. You? 
Don't ask me any questions. All right, thank you. Taller taller fighter versus shorter fighter. Uh Make a choice. I'm not choosing. All right, thank (laughs) you. Listen, that that is our podcast today. I want to thank uh, American Icon Autographs, AIASE.com, the best sports and memorabilia and events. Thank you, Sean. Hope to see you soon. Definitely check them out, people. If you want to get a signed picture, go to AIASE.com if you want to get uh, all kinds of stuff. Also, tip a fighter, okay? Listen, a lot of these fighters are underpaid. So many of them are. And Bubba Jenkins is fighting in two, yeah! in two yeah. weeks. He, Bubba's, it's Bubba's idea for Tip of Fighter. So uh, Tip of Bubba. Uh, listen, right. so I want to thank you guys. Thank you, Ben Saunders, Killer B. I've been a fan of yours for years. Uh, yeah, thank oh, you. Thank you so much, man. Cleo, you did a great, as always. You're so thank beautiful. You. You're the, lu- you. the luckiest husband I've ever... Oh, man. Log uh, <laughs> jam. Uh, Greg Wilson, thanks again, man. Thank you, man. Hey, do you guys know who Antoine Hood is? No. Okay. Because he's like, he said, uh, he's going to be, he's, no, he's, uh, I guess runs, he's like, me and all my fighters will be at your show at Tommy T's on Friday. Nice. And so I was like, oh, okay. I thought maybe he ran a nice. gym and you guys knew who he was. Shout out, shout out to Antoine Hood. Yeah. Uh, so thank you guys. Thank you, Sideshow Network. Thank you, Andrew. Take care. Have a great week. <laughs>